like to welcome aboard our newest member of the Humberflube family. Hero. Mr. Humberflube. I wanted to thank you. Fired. I beg your pardon? Fired. But I... Network. And today I want to give you my thoughts on the latest group of talent that got cut from the WWE this past Thursday. And I meant to do this earlier, like a couple days ago, when it happened, but I've just been busy doing my own thing, getting it together before I head, head, head on the road for Wednesday weekend, uh, this game, the Thanksgiving weekend coming up. So I've just been getting myself together and getting myself sit down before I, I head to North Carolina. But um, I haven't had time to give you my thoughts on the latest uh, releases until today. So remember, remember the intro I, I put on there on the late like on, on two weeks ago when I did talk about the late the last couple of people that got, got cut, like like Killer Cross, Keith Lee, Mia Yim, Scarlett, Ty Rockery. The intro I used in that, in that video was the people from Deadlock saying "fuck the WWE," and today. With no intro needed, I'm telling you guys once again, fuck the WWE. Cause these guys think that they can they, I don't know what the hell is going on with them. With all the people that they got that been getting, getting cut from last year to this year, who to say that they, that these this company is trying to is trying to sell the company to another buyer. But anyway, let me give you my thoughts on these these cuts. Start off with Jack Riker. Fuck you, racist bastard. So they got cut a long time ago. You racist bitch. Anyway, let's get to the, the will people, will talent that got cut for this past Thursday. Start off with Drake Maverick, aka Watchdogs Butt. Now, last year he got cut during the huge amount of people that got, got released during the pandemic. And while he was in the, the tournament to crown the new, a new uh, Cruiserweight champion. So he finished up his days in with in the NFT in that tournament, but he did so well they got a, a brand new contract with NFT. He and then he was in he was in NFT for a little bit and went and he went back to the main roster and uh, chased the the twenty four seven championship. And all of a sudden he gets gets cut again. Now he was gonna do the whole stick that he did last year, you know, talking on the talking to the camera and crying, but. He did. He literally just like say fuck it and say there's more. There's no. There's more opportunities out there. There's there's, there's people that that would hire you, just like that. And he just end up just doing this just pretty pretty well well put together video, well edited video. Why after he got cut? Now, Jogger pointed out pointed out on on Twitter, and I believe he pointed this out during the, the blow off with Jimmy T. He literally posted that video right after he got cut. After the right after the news, he got cut. Him, him getting cut. So someone tell me he made that video a while ago, because he couldn't just make that video in, in less than 30 minutes. 
and it was after him being released, released being broken. So, someone tell me these, these people know that the time time is up, and they make make these um, freezing videos right after they get they get cut. So, someone tell me he was he already knew he was leaving. He was going to get fired, and he made that video ahead of time. And plus, as soon as he heard the news of him getting cut, so maybe they know what the what the deal is over there, and they they prepare themselves. But that's my that's my thought, my theory. That's that that's Jarvis' theory, and I, I'm I don't blame him for thinking. I don't blame him for thinking him thinking like that on social media. But I digress. Next up is Saint Thorn, aka Slapnuts from West Buson. Um, yeah, he, he had no chance after the whole breakup with um Retribution. He was known as the he was him and, and Teddy partner Mikey Nichols were known as TM61. Also, before he, they went to WWE, they were they were known as the Mighty Note Neil alongside uh John Walk, who was also formerly known as Bronson Reed. So who knows? He might they him they, they might uh bring back uh the Mighty Note Neil, and if that's the case, then. I wouldn't mind that being seeing that in freaking New Japan America or in on Impact. Either way, I think San Antonio will be just fine if, if they if he does decide to uh, reunite with uh, John Rock and Mike Nichols. Next up is Tegan Knox, aka Nick Nixon Newell. Um, I've been a fan of Nixon Newell ever since I see, saw her saw her uh, on WCPW before they went from went from being uh, d uh defiant to defunct. <laughs> but she was their first their first WCBW women's champion. Uh, if I'm not I'm not mistaken. She had pretty damn good matches against Bri Bri uh Priestley and Kimberly. Um it, and when she says she has to sign as wizard, she she m means it because she had one of one of the meanest sign signing wizards in, in wrestling. In my opinion, but once he signed the WWE, her luck just went downhill from there, because she suffered from three ACL tear tears, two of which was on the same knee, um, and she really didn't have a, have a chance to, to do anything on 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 NXT and on the main roster, uh, with, with the exception of her her um having a feud with the Kota Kai that led to her having a, a street fight at. And he take over Portland, Portland, but as far as her, you know, the uh, accomplishments, not only not only must going on uh, her accomplishments, she was going, she was poised up being the women's tag champions with, alongside Sadie Blackheart when they defeated Tamina and Natalia when they were the women's tag champions three times, and a couple of times when they were they when they had single matches, but it never happened because before they got a chance to uh, challenge for the women's championships. Teddy Championships, we we believe and Nikki Nikki Cross won the titles, so they end up just saying fuck you to Tegan and uh, and Sasi, and both of them went got drafted to separate brands, and uh, Tegan Knox didn't even have a chance to showcase her skills on Monday Night Raw until she got released, and bear with me, correct uh, me if I'm wrong, but. Before she even went to WWE at uh, wrestling in the Indies at Nixon Newell, wrestling for part West, WCBW, um, Stardom, I believe, she didn't get injured like she was in, the, in WWE. 
She didn't. I didn't, I didn't hear about her being injury prone in the Indies. Much I, I heard about her being injury prone in, in WWE. So like this whole narrative of the WWE uh, when he gets signed to WWE, I learned the WWE style. What is the what is the WWE style? Not doing cool moves. Trying to improvise to do uh, moves that are safe to not only not only for you for, but for the people that you're facing. If that's the case, then maybe you should have her wrestle her her own, her own her own style to avoid her getting her her knee torn apart three times. Like that's ridiculous. I hope I hope Nixon Newell find work. I hope she go to AEW alongside Ember uh, Moon and Ty Valkyrie. Just like I said on the bull off in the live chat last yesterday, they need to go out, go there to approve their uh, AEW women division. Because if you have those two or three, three of those women on the roster, that would be, you know, you know, a, a, you know what to do, do with them. That would be a great addition to your roster, your division, and it would be you'll be known as one of the best women divisions out there behind Impact Wrestling. If you sign women like Tegan, uh, uh, Nixon, Newell, Ty Valkyrie, Ember Moon, aka Athena, along with already having Dunwaza, Corsita, Serena Deeb, Ruby Soho, Jimmy Hare already on the roster, that's big. And you know, if you know how, if you book them the, the right way, then you will be known as one of the best women wizards in the world, alongside, uh, right behind, uh, Impact's knockouts. So, I'm just saying, sign those two, those three women, or two out of three, then you you you're on your way having having a great women division. But speaking of someone that should have been signed at AEW a long time ago, John Morrison, aka John John Johnny Gamer Jones. We do I call him Johnny Gamer Jones because this guy has been going through many gimmick names for 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 the last five six years. You know, as Johnny Mundo, Johnny Impact. Johnny Nitro, John Hennigan was as his actual real name. At one point, he was he was known as Johnny Penis uh, during a show for some weekend or for a guy that who not who like, said not be named. But the only the only thing I would give you the only thing I would give you is that he liked to uh, put people with a dick. Anyway, John Morrison, John Hennigan, John Johnny Demundo, Corey, whatever you want. This guy should have been the AEW a long time ago instead of resigning with WWE because soon as he gets he soon as he get back to WWE, his second one WWE, he went straight to the tag team division with, with the Miz. And for one it didn't help him having his have his signing signing getting announced by getting announced by Lion Satin on WWE backstage. Anyone remember, remember that show? Yeah, me either. But um him being announced having his signing announced on that show just Kill all the momentum and kill the, the, the surprise of him being coming back to WWE, especially if you have fans wanting to be the guy that they, they saw at, on Impact and on was on the ground and Troop A and in Indies in general. But it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be because he went, he went back to being a tag wrestler, being tag champions with the Miz, doing stupid skits and stupid songs. Uh, the whole the, the the hey hey ho ho movement was went around for like like five seconds, <laughs> but um, this guy should have been a mid card champion, like U.S. champion, IG champion. Hell, he could have challenged for the U.S. champion a couple times. They they really they, they really had that much faith in him, 
but turned out he didn't they didn't have any faith in him at all. He was no as a as a tiny tiny wrestler in the comedy yet. They know they they knew they they basically could treat him as, as a joke, having him go out there and call himself the miracle Moist wanted. Moist T V going, going walking around with dripsticks like what the f I mean I give credit to John Morrison trying to make it work, but it was not working out at all. And I hope he, he does go back to Impact, or either he go back to Impact or go to AEW, and he start, he, he, he's, he's a star. Like, yeah, he might go straight to the TNT Championship division, but it's better than him, better than him, one of the 24-7 championship. Like, come on now. But him and AEW will be a pretty good addition. He'll be known as Giant, Giant uh, Dynamite, Giant Rampage, Giant Elite, whatever the, whatever the hell. But um, him AEW would be a good fit, in my opinion. But I say the best, best for last, or the, the worst for last, as Sid Rowe has been cut. All three, all four of them. You got B Fab that got cut two weeks ago. I talk about that in the late, in the last video I made. But all three members, the rest of the three members of the uh, Hit Row, have been cut. Uh, uh Santi De Adonis, Fired. Saint Strickland, fired. And that fat bastard, top dollar, the fuck out of here. And I mean, first of all, uh, uh, Santi Antonis, uh, uh, the guy that had the business name, he would go. He wasn't going anywhere, anywhere at all. He would know how to jobber of two or five live in on NFT. And he was when he was on hit in hit world, he was not doing a damn thing. He was there just to be stupid and having. City ass hairstyles and being a, a, a just a, a city ass hype man. Like where was where was he, Leo was he? We, we need him. But um, you had freaking Saint Strickland. Saint Strickland, he gonna be fine. Saint Strickland gonna be just fine if you not do, if not if you not hanging out with those losers. He going going to Empire Wrestling and making that uh exhibition uh uh Watson like uh, like. It's already worth watching. Uh, like three people are watching it right now, but you have uh same same Strickland uh in that on that roster, going against guys like uh Wistron, Trey Miguel, Chris Bay. That would be ridiculous. It would be awesome seeing him in Estevan. Sure, he can go. He can go to AEW, but I, I must rather go have him go out go to uh, Impact Wrestling because he would be a better fit there in my opinion. But Someone who is not who's not gonna go anywhere anytime soon when it comes to wrestling is top dollar or bottom dollar if you, if you want to be precise. This motherfucker can't keep him. He couldn't keep his mouth shut. And one thing I learned from Ben on me and the Hyman Media Group is you never miss an opportunity to shut the fuck up. And this guy has missed every opportunity he could to shut the fuck up. Like he tried to diss the young bug for trying to up there at Sioux game and making a city ass diss track on social media and talking about how it block, blocking people on social media for saying that saying that they hit will not gonna go anywhere hit will gonna be buried they gonna be, get, get raced on the main roster and they, he blocked him for it because he, he's nothing but a bitch boy who can't admit the truth because what look what, look what the fuck what the fuck happened what look what happened he got fired. First of a B Fab 
And now, there's all three of you motherfuckers that got fired. It doesn't matter how, how much you kiss Mr. Matt's ass. It doesn't matter if you kiss both cheeks or you have your lips all in his asshole sucking the shit out of his ass. They didn't get you nowhere and he still got fired. And that, and woman uh, had it, and you were at, you were asshole back days. You were, you were, uh, what were, what were people the wrong way? And like, that ego was, uh, was real sick in the head. Cause you were nothing but, but a missing man, this boy, a company man, who tried so hard to be the biggest ass kisser in the company. To the point where you were on A&E looking for WWE's biggest, rarest, uh, Treasures alongside Kane, Undertaker, Booker T, Ric Flair, Mick Foley. You think you you hot shit because you're hanging out with Hall of Famers. You ain't you ain't shit. You're the sits. It's like your mic skills, the sits. Your rap game, rap skills, the sits. Wrestling ability, the sits. You fucking suck. I feel bad for Saint Strickland, but then they're hanging out with your punk ass and. I feel bad for Ashanti, but at, at same at same time, I'm, I'm not, cause he had walk around with a business name. And B-Fab, see, the said got cut a long time ago. Before before hit, what was it? What's the thing? But anyway, you know what? Top dollar, you want to talk all this shit? You want to do all, all all this, but not doing it, backing up in the ring. So you ain't gonna you ain't gonna go nowhere. Go go back to making city ass diss tracks and and uh. Mistapes and nobody gonna listen to it. Listen to it. They suck. A while it's still the acclaim rap on the AW Dark, Dark Elevation, Rampage, Dynamite. I'll rather listen to the, the Match Caster rap any day of the week than he listen to, to any diss track from top, top Dollar. So, fuck you, Top Dollar. Fuck you, Jackson Riker. And fuck the WWE. But anyway, that's all I gotta say about that. Leave me down below, down below, where your thoughts are on the on the latest, latest releases. How you feel about them? Where you think these uh these stars will go? And just give me my your, your thoughts on the whole the entire situation. And make sure you like, like the video, subscribe, tap the bell on the YouTube app, don't miss any of my videos. And hope, hope you guys had a great weekend. And I hope you guys have a, a great Thanksgiving weekend. If I don't uh make a video beforehand or during during this thing weekend but in the meantime enjoy the survivor series if you're watching if you're not watching good for you you made you made a, a great choice for not watching it but until next time i'm not gonna be able to take a black i'm out